ever have a dream? Ever think about what is it that would really make me happy? And, and you get this thing in your mind and you know you want to go do it, but you hesitate. I have a guest today, my guest, Terry Murphy. He is in his early 60s and he is following his dream. He is doing what makes him happy. He is, uh, he sold his business, he packed his life onto a bicycle, and he's touring the US for the next several years with thoughts of sailing to Europe and continuing his journey there. Now, you may not dream of pedaling across America or even around the block for that matter, but there's so much learning and inspiration to take from Terry's journey and his approach to life. And so I connected with Terry via social media when Tiffany Eckert, who is actually soon to be a guest in an upcoming episode, she posted about his adventure and I reached out, she connected us and really knowing next to nothing about this podcast, he and I hadn't met before, he agreed to be a guest. And I think that just really embodies his spirit of adventure. And so in this conversation, I had caught up with him after he had pedaled almost 70 miles with a 20 mile an hour headwind that day. And so, uh, I mean, kudos to him for, for persisting, not, tr- not rescheduling or anything, just going ahead with, with the conversation. And so he shares a bit about his travels, the enthusiasm of strangers, really enjoying his life and doing what you love. And, and of course, there, there are some details about the bicycling, but um, like I say, even if you're not into bicycling yourself, I think there's so much to take away from his story. And of course, after you listen, I'd love to hear your thoughts about finding what makes you happy. And you can just email me at midlifemasterypodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you for subscribing, for sharing, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, we jump right into the conversation here. Uh, in fact, we, we, we were already rolling, and I just hit record. And so rather than starting over, we kind of catch it uh, just kind of kind of midway through. So anyway, uh, jump in and enjoy. Started out at Denver, Colorado, or a suburb of Denver called Westminster. And uh, basically decided I was going to ride all the way around the country. So, you know, it took my retirement. I says, I'm done. I did 21 years in the Navy. I did last 15 years. I had my own business and now it's just, I just couldn't see sitting around retired. So. So Terry, there's a lot of story behind it there. I mean, you, you summed it up pretty quick, but you know, there's much more going on. So, uh, for, for everyone listening, uh, Terry and I, uh, th- this is kind of un- unusual. This is actually the first time we've met. I found out about Terry through a post on social media and through someone that I'm connected to. And I reached out and said, hey, Terry sounds like he has an amazing story. I would love to connect. See if he wants to be on the show here. And so Terry, um, who clearly has a sense of adventure, said, sure. He's joining in here. And as he was just summing up, so Terry, you're, you're riding your bicycle around the U.S. You've been out for, what, seven months now or so? Yeah, uh, going on eight, almost eight months. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to shortchange you any any amount of time there. So, um, Oh, no, no, you're not shortchanging me because I'm going to be on the bike probably for the next three years or so. I'm going over to Europe after this. That That's just incredible to me. So I, I've ridden bicycles but although I don't know that I can say that anymore because not in the same league of what you're doing. I've toured the country a little on motorcycle. So I have a little bit of a sense of the wandering, but, but you were telling me before we even started recording, like your life is packed on your bike right now. So you, 
you retired, you, you sold stuff, you set this up. So, you know, a lot of people say, hey, I get bored in retirement, but you're the first one I've met is who, who said, I'm just going to go tour the country. I'm going to pedal around for a while. So what, what sparked that? I didn't want to be bored. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's it. You know, you don't, you, you like, can't be bored. You gotta, you gotta find adventure. You gotta find things to do. And, and to me that riding around the country is, is, I mean, you're seeing, I'm seeing the country at, you know, 12 to 13 miles an hour, whereas on a car or a motorcycle or in an RV, you're going at 65, 70 miles an hour. You're going to miss everything. There's so much to see just, just going slow, you know, just, and that's all I'm doing is slowing down the pace and going easy. Cause I have, I have no timeline. I mean, if it takes me a year to go all around the country, it's fine. If it takes me three years, that's fine too. I spent a month in Michigan and, and a good month and a half in Florida. But with COVID, I couldn't go scuba diving, so I did other things. I rode my bike around and found trails and had had good times. Nice. So did you start off, I mean, uh, other than the general plan of, hey, I'm going to go ride my bicycle, and I mean, did, did you ever route mapped out, or did you just kind of go where you go and plan it as you go, or how, what? what's your approach here? Originally, yeah, I, I, I had it all planned out. It was a 13,000-mile um, trip that was going to take me 12 months plus. Um, I was looking. I originally called the tour, you know, the, the ride a 63 tour because I was 63 years old. Um, and then the pandemic came out. So I said, well, I'll just call it the pedal-demic. And uh, I mapped it all out, had it all planned out. <clears throat> second day out that map went out the window hmm. it's just gone i mean it, it, from then on it was just been take it as i go and what i've been doing is um changing things and you know like with covid i uh i stayed in florida for so long because i, I couldn't get west um a lot of my stuff is planned on staying in military bases because i'm retired military so i got you know, and that's a good cheap option to camp. Um, they were all closed to camp to tents, and a lot of the just campgrounds are closed to tenters um, because of COVID. They closed down their their restrooms, so you couldn't use them. Um, that was one of the funny stories. Is when I was in, just got into Minnesota, and I went into the state, the city park that had a campground. And there was an RV there, and I started setting up my tent. And all of a sudden, this city truck comes driving up and says, you can't do that. I went, there's an RV right there. Why can't I do that? The restrooms are closed, and we, we're not allowing tent camping, only self-contained camping in RVs. Went, oh, great. Well, and actually, it was probably a good thing because there was a real bad storm that night, so I was in a hotel. <laughs> Well, luckily I didn't get washed away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, how did you decide what to bring? Like you can only bring so much on the bicycle. Yeah. Um, actually third day out, I dumped a lot of the stuff that I did have. Okay. Uh, I had a French press coffee maker cup <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that went, <laughs> um, 
just a lot of stuff disappeared. I mean, it just, you know, I, I did a lot of research and a lot of people said, you know, lay out everything you're going to take on the floor and then take half of it because that's all you're going to need. So I did that and I took half of it and I still got rid of a quarter of it when I was on the road. So, um, it's, it's basically, you just, you look at essentials, what you need, you know, clothes, enough clothes, you know, for like two days, you know, because you're washing in between, you know, you, you ride, you shower, you take, you know, if you get a shower, you can wash your clothes that you're showering, that you rode in that day and let them dry for, for the next day while you're riding in the other clothes. And then you, you know, you just cycle through it. Um, some of the stuff I was lucky I had, um, I, like I said, I spent a whole month in Michigan. I, that was a real godsend. My sister was actually still at our old property that I grew up on. Okay. And, uh, I wasn't planning on that, but I had a friend in, in Detroit and I mailed a bunch of stuff to her so I could get it for my class reunion. That's what I went to Michigan for was a class reunion. So the, the, you know, the, the reunion happened and I had to reroute my, my trip to the east instead of west. I was originally going to go west, go to Seattle and go visit my daughter and then down and visit my brother in California and then back around, you know, the east coast and back up to Colorado. So, well, so yeah. now I just, I'll just loop back around all the way once I get back to to Montana and come down into Wyoming now, just go straight back to to Michigan for the reunion that was postponed to this year. And well, then yeah. I'll go to the East Coast and go find a sailboat to get over to Europe if it's open. A lot of people buy, you know, rent the fancy car, get the limo, whatever, to go to the reunion, impress everyone. It seems like the bicycle is, you know, the best vehicle of all. Like I, nothing tops that being able to <laughs> coming in with that story. Um, well, I found I found out that the reunion was postponed when I was in uh, in uh, Grand Rapids, uh, Minnesota. They had a post on Facebook and and. You know, I was like, oh, great. And then one of the guys, you know, posted to the guy that posted saying we're going to postpone it. And he says, well, we got to do something for Murph. Murph's riding in from Colorado on his bicycle. They're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll get, we'll do a little get together. So we ended up getting together, you know, small group, but we weren't a very big high school anyhow in the first place. So nice. Well, so how connected do you stay? I mean, you, you mentioned you have your laptop with you. Sounds like you've got at least family and friends at certain outposts, you know, kind of around the country. Oh, my, my list is getting bigger every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just today, a good example. I was riding on the, on the frontage road here on I-10 and the semi goes by me and he's got his blinkers on and stuff like that. And he's slowing down. I thought he was just looking for a, a, a house there that he was going to deliver to. And I noticed he parks up on the hill, probably a half mile ahead of me. And he's standing outside his cab. And I thought, well, maybe they're just coming out of their driveway to meet him and pick up his supplies. And as I get closer to him, he's, he kind of waves at me. He says, hey, you got a minute? And I'm like, um, sure. <laughs> he goes, yeah, in 2018, I was riding across the country on a bicycle. So I just wanted to find out and talk to you about what you're doing. And 
And, uh, you know, I says, well, I really got to get going. I got a long ways to go yet. And, you know, I got a timeline here. I'd love to stay and talk. He says, well, you, you got any, any sponsors or anything like that? I'm like, no, I'm just riding on my own retired. He says, well, you know, and he, he says, well, here, here's 20 bucks. Go get dinner on me tonight. I'm like, well, that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't, I thought he was going to give me like a card or an email address. You know, he says, can I give you something? I says, yeah, sure. I'll take, you know, something, you know, and he's, he pulls out 20 and I said, like, uh, I don't need that. And he says, well, just go get some dinner on me. And he says, I know it's like, he says, I did it on a short, short shoestring budget last, you know, a couple of years ago. But I mean, Jeff and Tiffany, um, you know, one of the other, uh, hosts, I, I use warm showers as, uh, it's, a, a group that, that hosts bicyclists and trekkers okay. They'll open up their homes to you, um, let you shower or camp in their yard or sleep in an extra bedroom or whatever. A lot of them will cook you dinner and just, they just want to talk and find out, um, what your, your tour is and what you're doing because they're bicyclists or they're, they're just people that want to know. Yeah. So, you know, in, in one campground in, in the upper peninsula of Michigan, I was in the campground and this couple walked by and they, they're seeing the tent and the bike and they're like, well, what are you doing? I says, well, I'm riding around the country and started talking with them. And they go, well, when you're in Florida, we got, here's where we're at. You know, give us a call. You got a, you got a bed, a lunch, you know, dinner and shower and, you know, and, so it's just, I just meet more and more people every day. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I, I love that. I love that. It, it, you know, it, it's so often it feels like we're, we're disconnected from others. So I, I love that just people are reaching out to to pull you in. Oh, it's just because of the look of the bike. I mean, it's, you know, it's got four bags hanging off of it and me and, you know, they, you know, they always make little comments like, man, you're really loaded down. And I says, well, it's my life. <laughs> That's my home on wheels. Uh, so you said Europe, sailboat to Europe. So were you, were you serious about the sailboat? I'm, if they open the European continent back up, I, like I said, I was in the Navy for 21 years. I've been okay. on six of the seven continents. I've been in all 50 states now. So bucket list, I want to get to Europe. And I'll be on all seven continents. Nice. But um, my my family is, you know, I'm only two gener- uh, one generation away from Ireland. So I'd like okay. to go back to the homeland and, and see. My brother's already mapped everything out for our family tree. So I can find a lot of our history back in, in Ireland. That's what I want to do is at least get to Ireland. But I'd like to ride in France where the, where the, the Tour de France is ride. You know, and I, Italy, anywhere over there, just ride. And after Europe, into Asia, up to Canada, or is that just kind of where it, where it winds down for you? Well, it's, I've already, you know, riding, I probably after Europe, I might get a, just get a sailboat and sail around the world and just keep sailing, but keep the bike on the bike, you know, so when I get into port, I can ride and pick up food and stuff and just ride around the country. Uh, that That is uh, amazing, Terry. Um, you know, as if bicycling around the U.S. weren't enough, why not sailboat around the world? Love well, it. Well, like I said, I am a sailor. <laughs> 
So, um, but but I, kind of back back to a, a previous question I, I had, which is just kind of around the. Uh, you, you mentioned you didn't want to be bored. There, you know, I, I know there's not always something good on TV. There's a lot of hobbies. So, were you very much into cycling before this, or was it um, just oh, yeah, more I've, of a? I've, yeah, I've been a cyclist most of my life. Okay. Like I said, I was I was building a bicycle back when I was a freshman in high school. So, and I rode around before I got my driver's license. But you know, I where I grew up was rural Michigan, so it was a lot of gravel. So you rode, you know, a Schwinn ten speed. You know, <laughs> was dangerous to ride in <laughs> dirt, but you know, we did it. So. Well, 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 let me ask this. So, you know, a lot of folks will say, you know what, I, I, I'm just too old. And, you know, I had, had a guy tell me that the other day about learning something new for his job. I even came to the moment, and in fact, it was about bicycles where I was deciding whether or not I wanted to keep mountain biking. And fortunately, I came to my senses and definitely kept mountain biking. But um, yeah, I, clearly, that's not your approach to life at, at all. Well, you're never too old. So, so tell, tell me more about that. What, what do you find as you get older? You know, there's just so many terrible negative stereotypes about getting older. And, and I don't experience that because I feel like I haven't hit my prime yet and, and I'm still trying to get better. And so what's been your experience of aging? Like, clearly you're out there living it as an adventure. Well, um, I always had the attitude in my life growing, you know, when I, you know, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up because I haven't grown up yet. So I, I, you know, I've, I was in the Navy for 21 years, which I enjoyed. I loved it. Um, that's the only reason I was in that long. Um, when I got out, when I retired from the Navy, I went back to school and got an engineering degree. So I was a network engineer for a little while for, you know, but there were so many young kids coming out doing the same thing and undercutting the market. So I, that's why I decided to open up my own business. And I opened up a retail store of home brewing because I was a beer brewer. I love drinking Irish, you know, in my background, in my jeans, I think, but uh, uh, I don't drink to get drunk. I enjoy the drink of the alcohol, the taste of it and, and the nuances of the, how it's brewed and things like that. So um, that's why I opened up the retail store. I did that for 15 years. Um, and then it was just, the, it was costing more to keep the doors open than to, to go forward. So I decided to close the store and, and that's basically when I decided to retire. I was, you know, I was 62 and it was like, you know, and with what our government's doing now with, everything you know i was like you know i don't know if i'll be able to get my social security so i'm going to take it while i can so i fully retired I'm done i'm going to go ride around the country so for, from your experience terry i mean what advice would you have for people kind of in this you know 50s and beyond who are looking around trying to figure out what's next you know um and i know your solution isn't for everyone but uh just general advice like what, what would you tell people who are kind of looking for that next adventure in their life? Do what makes you happy. Find what makes you happy and do it. I mean, just keep doing. I mean, I'm uh, most people ask me, 
you know, you're riding by yourself or you're riding in a group. I'm like by myself. I'm solo. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just going by myself. And they said, well, don't you get bored? No. Cause I've solved a lot of the world problems. while I've been sitting there riding. <laughs> you got so much time to think <laughs> and you're not distracted by outside sources. You're thinking your own thoughts and not what people are putting into your head. And I think that's what a lot of people see when they grow old, that they're being told how they're supposed to be as as a senior or as someone that's older. I don't think I'm old. I mean, I am going to be 64 in April. I'm not, that's not old. That's prime life because I know everything now. I've learned pretty much everything I can learn, but there's still more to learn. And that's what I'm out exploring and finding and, and trying to learn. And especially so, on this on this trip, you know, I there's so many small little um, historical markers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And while you're riding, you, you know, when you're driving a car, you're going to see a sign that says historical marker one mile. Well, most of the cars just zoom right by. On a bike, you just, oh, it's right there. I just stop and look at it and read it, take pictures, and then go, well, that's pretty neat. Yeah, so what what keeps you you going? I mean, because you'd mentioned, what you mentioned today was a, a heavy, heavy headwind day, I think, before we started recording. And, you know, you, you mentioned the storms uh, up in the upper Midwest there. And, you know, there, there's got to be mornings where you just don't really feel it. What keeps you going? What, what gets you out there to turn the cranks yet another day? Another day. So, I mean, it, it, I don't always go the next, you know, I can, I can take a day off. Um, I mean, it, I, I ride when I feel like riding, you know, but um, the other day, like I, when we first connected, I told you I was in San Antonio and I was going to do some sightseeing. So I, I went and seen the river walk and walked around downtown San Antonio and, um, you know, had some good dinners, some, some pretty good meals and, um, just being a tourist. I mean, that's what I do. That's what I can do. Yeah. If I, if I don't want to ride, I don't ride. If I ride, I ride, you know? So, um, so what's, this is day two since I left San Antonio. I did 52, 51 yesterday and, and 70, um, no, 67, 68 miles today. Hmm. So, that's 110 miles in two days. It's it's not bad. Yeah. Well, especially with a headwind. That's a that's a that's a long, long day, Terry. Yeah, um, it was it was a longer day today than I wanted to be. That's when I sent you the message this morning. I was hoping that, you know, I already seen that, you know, I did a check of the wind and I was like, oh, it's not gonna be fun. So that's why I said in the in the messages as well, if I'm gonna be delayed, I'll let you know. <laughs> So when when you encounter people, you mentioned the, the the truck driver and people's homes that you stop at and those sorts of things. What are they most curious about? What are they most fascinated about your trip? Same thing you're asking. Why? Okay. You know, mostly it's why or or um, what do you what do you expect to get from this and you know just things like that. 
I mean, it, it's it's hard to say. I, you know, I I was kind of iffy about going with you because I don't. I'm not a very outgoing public person. I don't, you know, like to announce too much stuff about myself, and yeah. you know, I don't. When I was in the military, they always wanted to give me medals for the work I did, and I said, "No, I don't want it." You know, because you know, give it to this guy; he did the work. Type stuff. You know, I just, I just directed him. I was the boss, so I said, "You do this. You know, and we'll get it done." So, I, I just don't. I think by writing. I'm just being by myself like I like to be. And I grew up that way. I grew up on a 30-acre farm. The closest closest friend was like three miles away. So, okay. you know, when you're a kid, you either, you're on the farm working or you, you know, you go, yeah, I'm not going to walk three miles to go see my friend for five minutes and then walk back. Right. So I've, I've grown accustomed to being solitude, you know, to the solitude of, of my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I wrap up, let you get some, some rest here this evening, Terry, but um, are you like on social media? Are you documenting this anywhere? Can people follow your journey or? Um, basically I'm on Facebook. I was, but um, lately I've been calling Facebook hate book uh, because it seems like there's so much hate on it. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe I might do, you know, like a, like a web page or something for it. I don't know. It's just, it, I do so much update. It's, it's just taken away from my evening of relaxing. Right. And, and I, you know, I started out with a, with a drone camera. I was going to take video of me riding and do all this video stuff. And I went, eh, I'm not really a video type person. I don't want to sit there and edit and, you know, do all this and try to, you know, piece it all together. So now I just do a little update and on Facebook for my family and friends. So, okay. Um, a lot of the times it's just mostly because of my family want to know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they do. Well, so what was that? What was their reaction when you told them you were going off on this adventure? Um, I guess probably the best reaction is from my best buddy in high school. He's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Gotta love friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in Dallas and he's like, so when uh, the they postponed the reunion, I, I sent him a text message. I said, "Hey, the reunion postponed um, to next year." And he's like, "So what are you going to do? You going to head home?" And I'm like, "No, I'm heading to Luke's." And he goes, "You're an idiot." <laughs> and Luke's our other best buddy, who's in West Virginia or in uh, North Carolina. <laughs> so he ended up driving from Dallas all the way to North Carolina, and we met. <laughs> and we had our own little reunion at his house in North Carolina. So we had about a week together and it was 45 years since the three of us had been together. So, Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's great. Uh, that, that's amazing. That's really cool. Well, Terry, I will let you get off to your evening to get some rest, relaxation, let your legs uh, recover. Yeah, this, shower. <laughs> get a shower. Definitely. <laughs> But this, yeah, I, this, this has been fantastic. I, I, I love, love the story. Love the adventure. Um, I, I find it inspiring and just, I, 
I love being around people who are off doing what they want to do and, you know, living the life they want to live. And um, so thank you for that. Well, that's, you know, and it gives you inspiration a lot of times. You know, that's all I hope I can do is bring inspiration to people that, you know, say, get off your butt, turn off the TV. I mean, you don't need a TV. I sure as don't. <laughs> the only thing I need the TV for is the weather channel. And really, I have that on my phone. So I can pull up the weather channel and find out but, um, what what's going on with with what I have to look at. But other than that, I, I could care less about TV. Um, no, but if if you want to follow me, I'm on, on Facebook. And it's just, you know, you probably just, I don't know how you would have to, there's a lot of Terry Murphy's out there. And I think it's under Terrence Murphy is the best way to find me out of Westminster, Colorado. So, all right. And if anybody wants to you know, and I basically, all I do is post like, you know, the last few weeks I've been doing it at, you know, every couple of days I'll just post, um, I'm here now and I've done that. But I, I did finally figure out how to do a map, my mm -hmm. route. So it shows my whole thing, but I only posted that once. I have to update it here since I left Florida and uh, get that back on, on Facebook. And that wraps it up right there. Uh, really, really hope you enjoyed this episode. Like his, like you heard me say in the middle of the episode, I love connecting with people who are, who are doing their own thing, who are off treating life as an adventure and not letting really anything hold them back. I find that inspiring. I take so much learning from it. I hope you do too. And if you do, please reach out and share this episode with others, others that you think would enjoy hearing it, would benefit from the message in it. And uh, also, always, as always, you know, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, because that's one of those little things that I find more and more really helps promote the podcast so that other people can hear it. And you and I together can help more people around the world. So thank you so much. Have a great day.